Welcome to the Inner Glow podcast. My name is Stepanka and I am a clinical hypnotherapist and your empowerment coach. Each episode is designed to help you feel empowered, confident and to help you create the life of your dreams. I help women to overcome their fears, worries, insecurities and anxiety so that they no longer feel like their life is on hold. I believe that it is time for you to step back into your power. I combine hypnotherapy, spiritual mindset principles with the energetics, which I believe is the perfect blend for a modern day woman. Are you ready to shift your life to the next level? If yes, then you are in the right place. Let's get into it. Hello beautiful souls and welcome to this newest episode of the Inner Glow podcast. Today's episode is already the 13th episode of this podcast and I am very grateful that you are here listening to it. And again, if you listen to this episode, give me a shout out, share it on your Instagram stories, send me a message, share it on Facebook or just share with me your takeaways in my private Facebook group, which is called Empowered Women, Shine Bright and Be Yourself. My name is Stepanka and I am your host. And today's topic is going to be all about how you can use the magic of your mind so that you can start creating the most wonderful life which you have always been dreaming of. And this episode is special in a way because it will be packed with my favorite tips and tools and I'm going to help you to improve your mental state, your confidence and your overall well-being. And when I was about 18 years old, I was at my first year at university and some of you know this was the year when I really struggled with psychosomatic problems in my life. I had stomach ache, fever, I you know, was feeling sick all the time and this was lasting for weeks and I had all different types of examinations done by my doctor, but actually they haven't found anything. There wasn't anything physically wrong with my body. And this was really eye-opening and it was a big breakthrough moment in my own life because this is when I really had to look inside of me and I had to recognize and acknowledge that actually it was psychosomatic. It was due to my anxiety, fears and, you know, I was so stressed out because of my university and I felt like I wasn't good enough to be there. I felt like perhaps I wasn't smart enough. Everyone else was smarter than me. And it is really ridiculous because my results were great. And I obviously passed the exam, the entrance exams and I did belong there, but it was my own internal fight. And this is when I really started to look at my own thought patterns and I started to read my first self-help books and I was really interested in what our mind is capable of. Because if my own thoughts 
Where making me so sick? What if I used it the other way? What if I started to think differently and started creating positive things in my life? And when I was perhaps between, since I was like 16, I had struggled with like period problems, skin issues, I had eczema or different rashes on my skin. So there was a lot going on in my body. So this was when I really thought of using my thoughts to actually improve all of that. And very soon after I started doing visualizations, my first meditations, my psychosomatic problems disappeared. I felt better. I'm not saying I was 100% confident or that I was never nervous or stressed. Not at all. This was still, obviously, it is always a journey. You know, we are always progressing and there are always little challenges that we come across and we have to deal with them. But this is when like the really bad psychosomatic problems disappeared. I no longer struggled with sickness before classes. I didn't have fever anymore. You know, I was physically stronger as well. And I want to share with you all which I have been learning about the mind and the power of our thoughts since then. I'm going to give you some of my favorite tips and tricks. And I really want to highlight that our mindset and the way we use our mind is very important because it will always determine how you deal with certain situations in your life. Whether you see things as positive or negative and whether you give up even before you start trying. This is something I used to do a lot in the past. It was like a behavior pattern I used to repeat over and over again because my self-esteem was so low that I actually wouldn't even try to achieve what I wanted. This meant that I had given up on my first choice university. I did not even apply because just by reading the entrance about the entrance exams and all that was expected, I just gave up. I thought, you know, I'm not going to manage to get there. Or when I got denied um, for my other university back after I moved to England again, I wanted to give up straight away. It was something I was constantly doing or I would see like a really good job opportunity really resonated with me. But then I would change my mind because I felt like I wasn't good enough. So this is all about your own mindset and how you can use your thoughts because there is always this chatter going on in our heads. And I'm sure you have experienced this before when you get perhaps excited and then self-doubt takes over and you start to doubt yourself, your own skills and and so on. So this will be like an introduction episode to mindset and the magic of your subconscious mind. And there is a saying that the mind is your only limit and I cannot agree more with this. And to give you an example and to really open this episode, I would like to share with you a true story. And this story really highlights how powerful our beliefs, our thoughts and our mindset is. 
and this will be a story of Roger Bannister and how he overcame something which was believed to be impossible. Maybe you have heard this story before. If you have, just listen to it again because I find that when I listen to stories again, I find new takeaways in it. So if you have never heard it, I'm sure you will love this. So, people used to believe that the human body was simply not capable of a four-minute mile. They just believed that this was purely impossible. And people have been trying. They had tried over and over again, and they had been trying for over a thousand years to break this barrier. But it wasn't possible. And in the 1940s, the mile record was pushed to four minutes, one second. And it stood there for nine years as runners struggled with the idea that just maybe the experts had it right. Maybe this was really impossible. Maybe the human body was not capable of running mile, you know, under four minutes. Perhaps the human body had reached its limit. And the breakthrough came in 1954 when Roger Bannister broke the four-minute barrier, running the distance in three minutes, 59 seconds. So there is a two-second difference. And as part of his training, he visualized this achievement in order to create a sense of certainty in his own mind and body. He obviously worked um, on his physical health as well, but he was using his mind as well. And guess what happened? Guess what happened after he accomplished this seemingly impossible task? Loads of other people were all of the sudden able to do the same. And now it's almost a routine. And even some strong high schoolers can run a four-minute mile today. And there are at least, at least two lessons in this story, and I want to share them with you. Firstly, Bannister proved that this, which was seemingly impossible, was actually doable. And as he did it, others immediately opened their minds, and their minds were no longer being limited by this belief that actually this was not possible and they were able to do it as well. Because someone proved that it was possible, so they were able to do it. They released that limiting belief, that fear that actually it wasn't possible. He crashed through that barrier and the rest of the world saw it and it's crazy and they were able to do the same. And the previous record that had stood there for nine years was broken like on a daily basis. What I really liked is that before Roger Bannister, where the record had been for nine years, it was four minutes, one second. That one second, it just shows how powerful the mind is and then he obviously crashed through the limit and he ran one mile in three minutes 59 seconds so two second difference and the second lesson is that 
he alone was able to create that certainty in himself without seeing any proof that it could be done. So he really believed in himself. He believed in the power of his mind and in his body. And he was really combining both the physical training with his mind training. And the fact is that it is our programmed mind, our conditioned mind that makes things look difficult. And I really want to start this episode with like a suggestion that you can start inviting ease to your life, that things don't have to be difficult, they don't have to be impossible. Just gently open your mind and start to see things differently. That's one of my favorite mantras. I am willing to see things differently. I am willing to see solutions where it seems like there are no solutions. So, gorgeous ladies, let me start with our thoughts. Because there are many definitions out there of what thoughts are, of how they work, and I have got something completely different for you. This is not a definition you would find in a psychology dictionary or in a psychology textbook. I really want to give you a completely different definition because it is something which really helped me to become more in charge of my own thoughts. Because our thoughts are very powerful and you probably know that sometimes they can be very loud and sometimes they can be very subtle that we don't even notice them consciously but they can still affect us. Sometimes it feels like our mind has a mind on its own and it does what it thinks it wants to do without asking us if that makes sense. Perhaps you feel like you don't even have control over your thoughts. It's just constantly happening and it's really hard to stop it. And a lot of us have experienced a negative self-talk, worry, doubt. It tells you that you are not good enough, that you are not worthy, or it will remind you of all your past failures and it will tell you that you will mess up again. Or when we struggle with anxiety and fears, we can actually be imagining what we don't want to happen. So we are like visualizing that worst case scenario over and over again and it's stressing us out. And I want to give you an example of how powerful your mind is and this is something you can try yourself. Let's say you are at home. Nothing is happening in your life. You are just having a nice chilled evening or afternoon. Nothing to worry about. And then you start thinking about something that could be potentially scary, potentially out of your comfort zone, perhaps something which is not happening in this moment, but could happen in the future. And as you think about it, you imagine what everything could go wrong you start to feel anxious. So nothing is actually happening to you in this moment. There is nothing wrong in your life. You are not in danger. You are just comfortably at home or doing something you enjoy. But all of a sudden you feel stressed. It is because you have been engaging with negative thoughts and they brought that negative energy to you. So even though in the present time there is nothing wrong, your mind is bringing this type of energy to you. 
And this is how I explain thoughts to my clients, to myself, to people I talk. I explain thoughts as energy. It is not something that you think. It is not something that you are because sometimes people identify themselves with their negative thoughts and they think, oh, if I'm thinking this, it must be true. Not at all. You are not your thoughts. You are way, way, way more than your thoughts. So thoughts are created energy. And it and when you are having a negative thought, it's more likely that another negative thought will be attracted to you. So it's like energy. When you have positive thoughts, it's much easier to think of another nice positive thought, if that makes sense. But sometimes when we think positive thoughts, out of the blue, we can say, oh, this this is too good to be true. And we try to come up with negative thoughts. It's how it works. But it is like created energy. It doesn't define you. And you can definitely choose to break the cycle of attracting those worries, fears, insecurities, and so on. And every single thought you have manifests itself behaviorally in some way in your life. And this could be on an unconscious level, as well as it manifests itself externally in your life and words and thoughts have power and they really affect your everyday experience and they shape your beliefs. And even if you engage in a silent self-talk, those words and thoughts have force. So I want you to remember and if this is one thing you will walk away with from this episode, it is that everything you think is creative. I'm going to repeat it. Everything I think is creative. And this is a mantra I remember and I remind myself of it when I am engaging in like negative thoughts and when I am coming up with worst case scenarios and I'm constantly visualizing what could go wrong, I remind myself of this. Everything I think is creative. So do I really want to create the thing or the situation I am currently thinking about? If the answer is no, then I have to stop right here and then. And I need to change my state. I need to change my thoughts. And I am willing to see things differently. By the way, the mantra, I am willing to see things differently. It is from the Course in Miracles. I love it. I've been using it for many years now. So this is always the first step of breaking that cycle of negative thoughts. It is about becoming aware of our thoughts. And then I'm going to give you other techniques and step-by-step tools of what you can do to actually change your thoughts. But before I do that, before I give you more tools and techniques, I also want to share my own observation with you. Obviously, I have been on my own journey of personal development for a while and I I love it. You know, I am so grateful for the things that broke me down and for the things that actually brought me um, to my own awakening. And I have tried many different healing modalities. I have tried different types of therapies and I just found all of this very fascinating. And I always 
knew that actually I did want to be a therapist myself and I wanted to guide other people on their own journeys and it it is still up you know I wouldn't I wouldn't change it I just love doing what I do and when I was myself like trying different things I always expected a huge breakthrough from let's say every healing session I had from every card reading I had from every therapy session I had and usually you get a breakthrough you know you walk away with something new you have a couple of aha moments and it feels great but At one point, I got myself into a cycle that I was constantly looking for a solution, something that was going to fix me. So I I would go and see different people and I would have, I would experience a shift, but the shift wouldn't last very long. Perhaps you have had this as well, that you actually feel, oh, something has changed but actually after a little while I feel like I'm sliding back to where I was before and this is why it's so important to manage our thoughts. It is great to have a breakthrough in a Reiki session. It is great to have a aha moment with your therapist but if then you are not working on your own states and your thoughts things can you know Go back to the same place where you had been before. And sometimes we can really keep us stuck by saying that there is something which is holding us back. That's something people say. I feel like there is something holding me back. Maybe something which had happened in the past. I haven't overcome it. And I do believe that there are things that had happened in the past and they can be holding us back. However... When we say this to ourselves over and over again, we are literally manifesting this and we are affirming that this is what is happening and we are blocking our own growth. So a really, really big breakthrough for myself was when I decided, okay, I love going to see different people. I love working on myself and I am still seeing my own coach. I have my own mentors and I am constantly growing and evolving and learning. However, I am also responsible for what I do with that knowledge and with that wisdom my own mentors share with me and I need to use my own thoughts to help me grow, to help me manifest what I want. And when you do that, when you recognize that actually I am responsible for my own internal states, I am responsible for what type of thoughts I choose, you step back in your power you will feel more empowered. It is definitely not about blaming yourself for your thoughts because that creates more negative energy. It is about acknowledging, okay, I know I am struggling with this type of thinking. I know I am struggling with maybe this thought pattern that just keeps coming up in my life, but I am willing to to overcome this. I am willing to see things differently and I am willing to change my internal dialogue step by step because when you look for something you will always find it when you look for a positive change you will find it when you keep saying to yourself oh I feel I am stuck because of something I don't know about you will find it and I mean personal development and spiritual healing techniques are absolutely amazing but if you don't change your thoughts those 
healing technique might not be sustainable. Now I would like to share with you my favorite metaphor I use when it comes to thoughts. I like to imagine my own thoughts like carriages, like a train, and I am waiting at the platform and I have a choice to either jump onto the carriages of negative thoughts or I can wait for the better train. I can wait for the train of positive thoughts. What this really means is that there will be negative thoughts coming to you. You can either engage with them and feed them with more negativity, give them that attention, or you can choose to let them go. So you could see that courage, that train of negative thoughts coming to that station, which is your head, your mind, And you could either jump onto that train or just wait at the station and let it go. And then you are just waiting for that next train. And that next train are your positive thoughts. Or I also like to say that actually, if you are waiting for a train, you know where you're going. You know your final destination. Let's say you want to travel from London to Watford. So when there is a train which says Brighton, you're not going to jump on it because you're not going down to Brighton. You're traveling to Watford. And that's the same with your thoughts. You have your dream. You have your goal. You know what is your final destination. So don't jump on a train which is not taking you there. So this train metaphor is actually a technique which you could use yourself. Whenever you find yourself being in that cycle of negative thoughts, you can imagine that actually you have a now choice to let go of this train and wait for the right right train of positive thoughts. Another favorite phrase or a technique I like to use is to ask myself whether the story I am telling myself is the one I want to live. If no, then I need to release that story I keep repeating in my head. If this is what I want, then yeah, keep going. Keep thinking those type of thoughts. Another great way of how you can dissociate yourself from negative thoughts is to find a better perspective. So you can look at the situation from upwards You can imagine that perhaps you are high above that situation and you choose to see it differently again. That's the favorite mantra of mine. I am willing to see it differently. I am willing to see it from a different angle. And this is when you are opening yourself up to miracles. When you are opening yourself up to actually being able to understand that situation and to dissociate yourself from what is happening because it can be so easy to feel stuck because we see it only from our limited perspective. So I like to visualize that I am going higher, higher, higher and that situation is somewhere below me and I now choose to see it not as me down in that body but as my higher self. And that can be pretty powerful. Another favorite tool of mine, and this is really funny, and I know that a lot of my clients actually love this, <laughs> and it is to associate your negative self-talk with a funny cartoon character or an animal noise. So let's say you struggle with 
negative internal dialogue and you very often say something nasty about yourself, nasty to yourself, you feel like, oh, I'm not good enough. And whenever you catch yourself having those thoughts, again, it's always about becoming aware first, you know, knowing that this is happening and then you go and do something about it. So in this case, you will imagine that instead of, oh, I'm not good enough, you're not good enough it will actually sound like a funny cartoon character or it will sound like an animal noise. So perhaps it could be Peppa Pig saying it in your head. (laughs) And then when you give this voice a different voice, you will be able to dissociate yourself from it. You will acknowledge this is not me. These thoughts are not mine. I can let go of them. The character is not you. Your thoughts are not you. So really the biggest takeaway from this episode is to be more mindful. Be more mindful and aware of your internal dialogue. Observe it, write it down, change it for the better. Even if you say something to your colleague such as, oh, I am so silly and I I always make this mistake. Remember that whatever you say will manifest. So if you really feel like internal dialogue is what you struggle with the most, especially when it comes to yourself, let's say you are always very negative about yourself, you are putting yourself down in front of other people, you have nasty thoughts about yourself and self-love is something which you are working on, then I would really recommend you this eye-opening technique which I give to my clients and it is to keep a tally sheet of how many times per day you speak to yourself or to others or think negatively about yourself. Just make a note of it and then at the end of the day look at it. You you know you could do this on your phone, you could have a sheet of paper in your pocket and always you know make a dot or even write the whole thing down and just notice. So firstly what will happen? You will be shocked about how many times you actually talk horribly about you and secondly because you will bring your awareness to it things will start improving you will be more mindful more aware of what you are actually thinking so it is a really great place to start if you are really new to all of this and if this is something you struggle with a lot If you feel like you are halfway there or you feel like you've been working on yourself and on the way you use your mind for a while, then I would think maybe use um, the train metaphor technique to stop your negative thoughts when they occur or try to dissociate yourself from negative thoughts by choosing a different perspective or just becoming aware of it. I used to set myself an intention for the day that today I choose to be mindful and aware of my thoughts and I choose to choose positive and loving thoughts. So there are many different ways of how you can start using the magic of your mind. And there is so much more I could share with you on this topic. But I feel that this is really where I should leave it today and share with me your takeaways. 
Share with me whether this is something you have been struggling with either now or in the past. If you feel like you have overcome your internal dialogue, negative internal dialogue, if you feel like you have improved your thoughts, then share it with me as well. I would love to know your tips, tools, or whether there was something I shared with you today which you really, really enjoyed. So I'm sending so much love to you. Thank you for tuning in today. And I hope you have the most wonderful day wherever you are. Loads of love. Thank you for listening. If you loved this episode, please feel free to leave me a five-star iTunes review. Share it on your Instagram stories or recommend this podcast to your friends. For more high vibes, live trainings, well-being tips and loads of fun, come and join me in my Facebook group called Empowered Women, Shine Bright and Be Yourself. You can find the link in my bio. You can also follow me on Instagram at stepanka underscore kuralova. For more information, go to the show notes. Loads of love.